Welcome to The Mighty Dragon. Recently, I binged watched the latest Netflix series, 1899, and I was getting up at 5am to watch it every morning so I wouldn't be disturbed. It was truly fantastic and one of the best series I've seen this year, I can say. There's so many plot twists and turns, you never know what you're quite going to get, and the characters change so much within that environment. It's just truly spectacular. I was delighted that Alexandra Willome joined me on the Mighty Dragon podcast just now to discuss his character, Anchor, the hesitant priest aboard the ship. We also talk about his career path, uh, from a stand-up comic to dramatic acting, from Denmark to all over the world. Big thanks to Alexandra for joining me on the podcast. I really hope to see you back in 1899 Season 2. Alexander. Welcome to the Mighty Dragon, finally. <laughs> <laughs> now with sound and, and picture and everything. That's good. <laughs> Great. Um, I've just massed watched the first season of 1899 and um, I was getting up at 5am to watch all of the episodes just so I could have a quiet house to watch those and we've oh, really? just re <laughs> no, that's dedication for you um, we've recently seen you as anchor in 1899 how yeah. did you become an actor uh, oh that's many years ago um, when I was in high school, I kind of wanted to go that way. It was either that or being a musician or a chef. Right. And um, so I played music with my friends and had bands and all that. But there's something about the acting that was um, calling. And then um, I tried to get into the National Theatre School. It took me five years and then I got in. And then it kind of, it, then everything helps you in that way. And um, so, yeah, I, ha I had five years of me going around saying, I want to be an actor. And then suddenly it was, it was that. There was oh. something about storytelling that I love. And I did um, stand-up as well, stand-up comedy. And yeah, I was all over the place. Did stand-up comedy give you um, a certain confidence in front of the audience? Because I think stand-up comics are so brave. Yeah. Like they just put themselves out there. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever got... Uh, at ease with, with doing it. Um, so I stopped before I got really good, but I, I ha had a lot of uh, uh, fun times and also some really bad ones. <laughs> where <laughs> where the, the audience left almost. Oh. But, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, but that makes you strong. Absolutely. It was, it was, it was, I think I, th I thought it was a very, like, um, a very lonely uh, journey. Right. And I didn't like that. So at the end, I, I paired up with two musicians instead. And then we did kind of a show. And that was way more fun because then you, you didn't constantly have to do the jokes. You could like lean back in some of the songs or parodies or whatever. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So so I, I felt a bit uh, stressed about it. But also when it was good, it was really fun. Yes. But, but it definitely gave you some kind of muscles to do it. But, but I mean, an audience is an audience. So when I got out uh, of the theatre school, I went straight, in, straight into the Royal Theatre. Um, massive audience and big plays and all that. It was kind of the same. You, you had to bring your A game all the time. And I like that. And I like that the, the, everything could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that energy. 
So yeah. you, you over-prepare and then you kind of, uh, then if something comes in from the left, you kind of, sorry, the English, I'm, I'm uh, in Danish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but when something comes in from the left, you're prepared for it. And I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah but, but acting was kind of the, the, it was the biggest passion, I think, and music. And music. Right. With Anchor, the character, what did you like most about him? Well, he's a, he's a strange little hobbit. I kind of like that he was uh, he's a family man and he 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 chooses not to see the truth to keep the family together and I I I kind of admire that and also hate it so it's one of those characters that it's so far from me this one normally I do characters that have a lot of um uh, forward motion and fix things and or kill somebody or whatever they, yeah. they they're, they're going forward and this this character was constantly passive and yes on that kind of heart uh it was um it was hard being left behind constantly but i also loved that about him I, there, there was something there's something underneath him that that can unfold in season two something that there must be something down there that's really really yeah. Or magical or, or, or ugly or, or beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. I found this whole story had so many twists and turns. I said to a friend that even a trailer doesn't give it justice because the story goes everywhere. Was it a challenge filming it? Uh, it yeah, it kind of was. Uh, uh, I I usually don't do that, but I had to pull out all my scenes and then just put them together because he's left behind so many places. So I, I couldn't use that information for anything. So I'd kind of just tried to figure out what he was doing, but it was definitely mind blowing reading it. You kind of just went, it, it yeah. was the same as watching it, just going and then you, yeah. you figured it out and then no. But I, I kind of went into the love story in a way. Uh, love for his children, love for his wife. Yes. Um, and then kind of left the whole anxiety uh, as a passive thing. Uh, and then maybe for season two to evolve from there. Yeah, I think it, it's it so clever. It was definitely mind boggling trying to figure out what had happened, where you came from and all that. Maybe not with Anger, but when you listen to all the other actors coming yeah. from different places and it, yeah. So you have to kind of zoom out of it, which I usually don't do. Normally, I, I, I know everything, but this one was kind of... Well, yeah, yeah, wow. Um, are there any memorable sort of behind-the-scenes moments that you can share with us? I think there was a lot, but but one of the, 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 the... I mean, apart from the whole shooting at the volume, the whole stepping on on, on that set for the first time, yeah, it's magical because when you stood on the front of the ship that was built, the cameras in, are fixed in a way that if they turn around, it, it builds the ship in the monitor. So if you watch the monitor, the whole ship is there. But when we were looking at the, the, or the LED uh, the screens, it, there was waves and everything. It was just beautiful. And you almost got seasick. And it was wow. just, 
it was so far from green screen filming on that. You, you had everything. So you didn't have to imagine stuff. It was just kind of there. So that was one of the first scenes I had when, when, um, when Lucas or Christa uh, jumps overboard. Yes. Running up and I saw all these extras just walking in a trance and jumping over. And that was, I think it was, maybe it was the first scene. I was just, this yeah. is a totally different animal. But it was, um, but apart from the whole unbelievable talented people uh, in front and behind the camera, I think it was, what struck me was the sense of humor because it was so dark, the whole story. But yeah. definitely with Bo, the director, has a kind of similar um, sense of humor as yeah. the Marines. And um, so we had a very dark, uh, morbid humor, but we laughed a lot. And then we went into the whole crying and anxiety and all that. But that, that, was, that was really a big relief for me that you could kind of step out of it and, and, yeah. and have fun. And, and we definitely had some inappropriate jokes on that set. Uh, <laughs> being in Germany and Second World War, and it, it was easy to, to go that way. <laughs> oh my gosh um I know that there's a, a behind the scenes special I believe on Netflix so I'll have to go and check that out yeah yeah it's, um, it's very cool yeah yeah um as a, a Danish actor I wanted to ask you about the film industry in Denmark what's the strengths of the Denmark film industry I think the strength strength was maybe is uh that it's a flat hierarchy so it right. doesn't matter what role you're in uh, on the set, uh, you're treated almost like the boss. Right. And, and I kind of like that. And that's what I bring also when I go abroad. That I kind of, it's hard sometimes because it's so the boss and, and the director and then the leads and, and it's, it dribbles down. Uh, yeah. But there's something about that, that every, I don't think we care about where, where a good idea comes from doesn't matter whether you're a runner or you make the food or caterer or you're a lead. Yeah. If it's a better idea, it's a better idea. And that's, that's how I roll because it's, it, it, I don't give a fuck where the idea comes from, if it's better. Yeah. So you build on top and constantly trying to figure out how to do it better. Right. And, and of course, it's a little society. Denmark is a little, so you, we all know it. Not everybody, but we kind of know each other. So it's always uh, like being home when you go to an, on a set. That can also be the, the flip side of it. And that's also why I wanted to go abroad or, or do something else because it was, it was such a little country. And yeah, uh, they kind of have a fixed idea of what you can do or what other actors can do. So you kind of want to break that mold and, and go somewhere else and, and have new eyes on you. And is that like pushing you out of your comfort zone? Yeah, yeah, that as well. But also, yeah. also about uh, getting to do stuff that you maybe wouldn't be able to do at uh, home because they don't know what you've done. When I went to UK the first time, they had no idea what I was capable of or what I've done before. So they kind of just, oh, you looked the part and it was a good self-table casting or whatever. So yeah, we'll take you. And it was kind of like, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so I kind of like that. I like the the whole idea of 
of being able to reinvent yourself in a way. And yeah. that's harder, that's harder in, in, in here, in, in Denmark. Okay. I, I love all the, love the industry here. And then of course the whole Nordic darkness that definitely was, was a strength uh, a couple of years ago. I don't know if it is still like that, but maybe we have to reinvent ourselves. But, but there's something about that whole no bullshit kind of acting, which I yeah. like. But, but then again, with 1899, I like the magical stuff as well. I like when something is, is something else than what you think. And I don't think we have that many stories in this country that. But I, yeah. I love that. But I, but I love a Danish set. But I do also love uh, a foreign set. Yes. What sort of characters do you like to play? Uh, I don't think... I'm really drawn to 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 characters that that are messed up. Yeah. That's not the same as that is what I'm I'm allowed to to do. It might be other characters, but I, I love those. I like that like those kind of um, I kind of call it uh, the Batman or, or or maybe Clint Eastwood coming into a town, seeing it all from outside, maybe you're in a bad place as well, and you have to fix something, maybe fix yourself as well. And in the um, end, either you fix it or you die, or but you release some kind of problem, uh, fix it in that way. And I like that kind of spiraling down. I'm very drawn to that. And I'm, I'm definitely drawn to people who are broken. And they think they have to go this way to be fixed, but something else, yeah, kind of grabs you and and pulls you in 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 a way that, and it can be very violent. It can be a big story, and you can die in the end, but it doesn't matter because you you fix that person that you needed to fix. And I'm yeah, yeah I'm very much into that. Wow, that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, very interesting characters. Is there a genre that you haven't tried yet that you would like to? I think there's a lot of genres. That I <laughs> No, I, I definitely would would like to. I've seen some of uh, of your interviews as well, and I mean, being in Star Wars, man. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> some of those epic. But it's also a, it's a different animal because it's so fixed in the idea of how how it should yeah. be. But I, I'm very uh, yeah, I, that, that would be fun as well. But no, I think it's it's more about what I'm working on is getting those stories where i don't know what you would call it but but that batman kind of type that has this dark side and has to yeah. go through stuff and then but no genre i like the magical i haven't done a really like kind of magical maybe 1899 is but it's in another way yeah but uh no i don't know that's a that's a tough question yeah, how about comedy? You've you have a comedy background. Yeah, yeah, and I I actually done a few shows in Denmark. I don't know. I'm more drawn to the drama and and, right. the, and the, the maybe it was it was because I did that coming out of school and that's how they kind of typecasted me. Right. So I kind of removed myself because when I did theatre, it wasn't it was the big kind of catharsis, big roles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, 
Yeah, comedy. I don't know if I would be any good at it anymore as a straight <laughs> but but I would definitely love to. Now you're talking to me. I'm getting warm in this. Now I'm thinking. I would definitely love to be. I mean, really big disguise and be out of this world crazy. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. That could be a comedy. Comedians, to me, make the best dark characters yeah. when they play the, say, like the scary guy, like yeah. the horror I guy. There's something about the crying clown or something like that. There is something yeah. underneath, a sorrow. It's on a bed of sorrows uh, somehow. And I, I tend to look at the things I've done, and there's, also, there's always some kind of pain. So maybe it's me that's, that's infusing that on the roles. I don't know. Yeah. But I tend to look for that. And I did that in my comedy, my comedy, doing comedy as well. It was also, it, it was always on a, like a pathetic kind of character or uh, something else, something just, yeah, yeah. Okay. But maybe, maybe comedy, that would be, yeah, again. Yeah. Never know. Or we may see you in the Mandalorian, the next Mandalorian. I would just love some of those. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, dream it's, come it's, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some of it. But I mean, it hasn't been one of those. It's more like, you, you know, Liam Neeson or whatever, those kind of, he's taken over from that. But we have it way back in Harrison Ford, all those yeah. kind of, something about that guy who get arrested for something that and you have to figure it out. Yeah. And every, nobody believes him. Maybe in the end he did it anyway, but it's, there's something about that kind of, or the born uh, identity movies. Yeah. Those kind of, I really like that. I like that physical kind of, you know, so far away from anger, by the way. Yeah. He's constantly just standing there and crying. <laughs> <laughs> he was a bit of a grizzler, wasn't he? <laughs> just, uh, can I please have just one scene with, something else but uh, no no he was oh, he was big beard and yeah all emotions <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i just okay. wanted to tell somebody at one point <laughs> maybe my wife i don't know <laughs> oh, oh away from your acting life what are your passions well a, a big part of my life is uh, uh painting as well so that, that's a big part of my uh, I have a, a yeah, I sell a lot of that. So so, and I I really enjoy. It's the same as doing stand up. It was kind of uh, and probably the same way as I look at roles, the characters. It's kind of looking at reality and then just stepping a bit to the one side and seeing it from a different point of view. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, like my name AlexanderVyong.dk, you can see some of the art. It's figurative yeah. and it's kind of there's a lot of people who say Banksy kind of. Wow. Um, yeah, but it's 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 because it's black and white. I paint when I spray. It's it's in colors, but yeah, the paintings are, are definitely so. That's a big passion, and of course, family. Yes. Traveling, food. I'm a big food buff. I yes. Love, I love making food and yeah, cooking, making food. That's how. Well, cooking. I'll be heading to Denmark soon, so I if you have oh. any food tips for me. <laughs> we can try lot. i have a lot i have a lot and it's a beautiful country it's it's uh where's home for you where are you seated right now i am in the english countryside oh. i'm not too far from stonehenge 
Okay. And I'm not too far from Bath either. I'm kind of right in the middle. Okay. So, I'm, yeah. a big, I'm a big fan of UK. I'm a, I'm, I'm, ah. I mean, also because it was the first journey I, I, I went there to talk to casters and I met Kelly Hendry, who's a brilliant caster. And she kind of gave me the first, uh, which was The Last Kingdom. Oh, yeah, wow. And, uh, um, and, and she, she's pushed a lot of things my way and, and a lot of the English castles, but also the, your sense of humor and yeah. Scottish and Irish people as well. And I, yes. Soho, I, I just, yeah. also, we were supposed to go there this Christmas, but we need to stay home, so. But uh, I would have switched sides. I, I, I'm really yeah. in love with the whole pub thing. and Oh, yeah, the pubs are the best. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I did home yeah. fires as well. That was in Chester. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Crazy. I mean, yeah. we come from a country where people drink. But people oh, yes. in Chester with the whole statue and... And because of the, what do you call it, with the horses, the, the derby kind of. Yes, thing. yeah. So women in flowery hats and yes. just pissed out of their mind. Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> I've never done that. In the bar. <laughs> sure, sure you haven't. <laughs> but I, oh. went in, I actually went into a pub that was right by the hotel in Chester. And it was just after the derby, what do you call it? And I've never seen people that drunk at eight o'clock. Oh, yeah. Never. They were nice. It was not that, but never. And flowery hats everywhere. And it was just, I was standing there all in, in black leather almost. And it was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, still, I, I still keep in touch with, with, with my colleagues from that. And I love them to bits. They have the wicked sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, and we see each other whenever I go over there. It's, it's just a second home. So I'm, yeah. I'm really, I, I love you guys. It's, it's oh. no, I, I mean it. I, I don't do polite. <laughs> That's so good. I like straight talking people. Um, you touched on your family. How yeah. do you balance your uh, work and family life? I, I had a good snoop on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a major priority from my point of view. Um, if I'm not working, I'm going home. Right. I'm not sitting somewhere for a week. Uh, and and uh, so it's something to do with, we started out that way with, with uh, uh, doing the whole negotiation in that way that I don't care if I'm just home in six hours. That's my uh, choice. Okay. So... When I'm not working, go home. Maybe it's, of course, you have to be there if it's like two days before shooting again. But so that was one of the, the things. And then I waited until my kids were old enough until I thought that now I can't get around it anymore. And that was yeah. uh, with the whole, not Last Kingdom, but I went over there with my agent agents and to talk about, I think it was some movies or whatever. And then I landed that one. It was kind of, I need to do this now, and my kids was big, was big enough, were big enough. But it is a, it is a constant, I don't mean struggle, but you're constantly feeling that you have to to put a lot of responsibility on other people around you, which is yeah, true. yeah. But I, I've I've learned to look at it as a gift, and my kids as well. And now I bring them as well, bring my family whenever if I'm filming in South Africa. Tenerife, I get it. I, I get outline tickets for them and 
and then we kind of stay there. They, they come to me. But it is, um, it is a struggle sometimes. But I don't think that I'm, I'm away more than if you were at an office. Right. In, 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 it might be a week here and then I'm off for 10 days and then I'm home all the time until they yeah. say, could you please go again? <laughs> When are you going back? One it's of those. Off to Berlin now. <laughs> no, so yeah, so it is. It is kind of in that way, but but I'm also very aware of it. I'm very aware, and I don't I don't want anybody to run my life. Yeah. Uh, not even work. So so uh, of course working, I fucking love it, and I, I'll do it twenty four seven. But if I'm not working, I need to be with my family. Great. Yes, I promise this is my last question. It, it, <laughs> I'm it. I'm sorry for all the swearing. I'm Danish. And no, that's fine. Yeah. That, that's fine. What have you got coming up? Yeah, um, hopefully season two of this one. Yes. Um, oh, <laughs> fingers crossed. Then I got um, uh, uh, Wheel of Time. So that I'm not in season two. Because my character Tom Marilyn is not in for season two, but he should be in for season three. So I, I hope that maybe a second season of uh, of Equinox, which is a Danish one, but it's also on Netflix. Right. And um, I have a independent movie in the in the spring, but I was supposed to start on something here in um, January. But it got pushed to September. Right. So now I'm I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's lucky for me though, so I've been able to interview you. Yeah, so yeah, 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 <laughs> that's yeah, great yeah. timing for me. Yeah, I so just... I, I don't. It's it's just it's it's one of those where I'm. I I, I definitely also set the bar higher now. So so it's not. I'm not. I, I want to do something that's really really cool in my book. So. I have a couple of options, but I can't say that much. But, yes, but, yes. Um, but I'm definitely going for what we're talking about. Uh, if if I'm allowed to choose. Yeah, best <laughs> of luck. That, 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 yeah, that's that's about the the tortured soul. Yes, I'm hoping for that. Great. Oh, best of luck with everything, and I really hope to see you again. Obviously, in 1899, it was so. Wonderful. Right. Congratulations. To, I mean, that ending, I mean, even though I read it, I'm still. I know that's, that wasn't yeah. expected, was it? Oh. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I mean, you already got blown away about a hundred times or something. Yeah. It was, uh, I remember reading it and it said that, uh, of course, the, the, um, the song from David Bowie was also written in yeah. there. But usually they use something else. Then when it was there, it was like, I just got goosebumps and, and went, oh, cool. But I thought the music choices throughout the whole se series was phenomenal. It was so good and really unexpected as well. Again, another shock. What do you think it's about? <laughs> what do you think it's about? Oh, I have sat there mulling this one over. I thought, Oh, I don't know. I I thought potentially time travel at one stage. Um, I don't know. that. I, I don't know is the answer. And I, I wish I could just have had a definitive answer at the end of it. I was totally confused by the end of it. 
but not in a way that I wanted to see more of it. Not yeah. like, you know, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, potentially time travel. Yeah. Well, say it's not just being confusing to be confusing. That's not the. So I'm happy to hear yeah. that, that it wasn't one of those shows where you kind of got annoyed about it. That is kind no, of, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, felt, I felt the style of it to me reminded me a bit, a bit of Kubrick as well in there. Yeah, I felt yeah. I felt that vibe in it, I must admit. I must wrap this up. Um, but thank you so, so much for coming on to the Mighty Dragon. I really appreciate it. And I hope you can come back sometime. <laughs> well, just just phone me. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Alexander. And I'll speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>